Hey, everybody, coming up on the Matt Townsend Show today, it's going to be a great show, my friends. We will be talking about the power of music. I think I'm going to break into a little bit of a song, too. We're going to talk about how music impacts your life and your family. And yes, we're not bringing on one guest, not two, but three experts to help us learn more about the topic of music and getting more in your life. This is all coming up next, right after the news with Sam McCall. This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. The Senate gun bill is moving forward, getting into the debate phase this morning. Hopes are high the measure will pass the Senate after a bipartisan compromise on background checks was announced yesterday. Delaware could be the next state to extend same-sex marriage rights to its citizens. Governor Jack Markell introduced the bill this afternoon, saying same-sex couples want to get married for the same reasons as everyone else. International Red Cross officials are concerned about the force feeding of hunger-striking Guantanamo prisoners, calling on President Obama to do more to help solve the legal gridlock inmates are facing. Harsh spring weather spawned tornadoes in the Midwest today, forcing Missouri's governor to declare a state of emergency as thousands in the state are now without power. The system is now headed towards a flood-prone area of North Dakota. Two people are dead and dozens more injured following a terrible bus crash in Dallas, Texas. The bus was carrying a group of mainly seniors to a casino when it swerved off the road and flipped over a concrete barrier. A Maine man has been arrested for stealing after living as a hermit for 27 years. During his exile, he says he only spoke to one other human and stole from various campsites over 1,000 times. In world news, war rhetoric has died down slightly in North Korea as the nation prepares to mark the birthday of the current regime's founder. However, U.S. and South Korean forces are still on high alert, searching for any signs of a missile launch. And an 83-year-old Indonesian woman has survived a Komodo dragon attack. The large lizard snapped down onto her right hand before she could fight it off. 38 stitches later, however, she insists she is doing fine. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend here, your guide on the side, your music connoisseur. That's what we're talking about today. A little music. We be jamming. We be jamming, man. That's a song. (laughs) That's in a song. I'd love to play it for you, but I just can't. Uh, Today's show, music. Have you ever had a song that the minute you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, I feel good again. I feel peace. I feel love. In fact, uh, here's the deal. So I come home last night, and I hear all my kids playing on their um, phones, and they're making up songs. And then I look at my phone, and I find out that on iTunes, I have purchased an app called GarageBand, <laughs> which I didn't actually purchase, but someone, one of my children did, and then and they all have, I guess, access to that. And now I have my children making music on their phones with GarageBand. It is the coolest thing in the world. Did you know you can do that, Sky? I did know you could do that. Oh. And there's a there's a cool video that shows people um, on the subway. Yeah. Like it was a band and they they had like apps of their instruments and they like played a song on the subway through little speakers 
Like one from had their a pian- little from their, off from their, their phone. Off their phone. One See, had a you don't even need thing. an instrument now. Yeah, you can just do it all off your phone. And you, the, the, my kids put a drum thing together. I should have brought it. Actually, I may have. We're going to try to pull that up for you because it's what's cool about it is now they're not just playing video games. They're actually making up music, which makes sense. Well, it's ridiculous because I'm studying um, – now you bring it up. I'm studying sound recording yeah. technology. And I can and, tell you're mad about something. <laughs> well, well, no. It's cool. It's, it's, it's ridiculously cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Today we can make like – like I have my laptop and I've got like recording software on there. And yeah. I've got like a microphone and interface back home and I can record – the same quality music that like the top end studios like you know 30 40 years ago you had to pay tons of money to you can go. do it in your van yeah and people and people do do that they take their little their Let's laptops see. on the go and especially if it's like midi and they're using like a midi yeah. a midi keyboard or something they can produce the best quality stuff like it's really it's awesome look what's happening to us it's really cool because it's, now it's cool it's except there's end. there's a lot of like like I've toured some of the studios here and these people have spent their career you know building oh, yeah. their studio and it's definitely like brought the market down for them oh, though sure. because not as many people come to record. Well, imagine that you're I don't know imagine you're a student in engineering, like uh, sound engineering for example. I'm imagining it. Okay, imagine it and imagine <laughs> that there's just some punk kid I don't know a 12 year old kid that's throwing out music like this. Hold on. On my phone. <laughs> you ready? No, not this one. But imagine <laughs> this punk kid is throwing out some incredible music. That has got to be very, very intimidating. Yeah. This is mine. That's your song? Uh-huh. I did this waiting for the bus. Did you really? <laughs> no, I don't believe I don't wait for the bus. <laughs> but I did this song. You did this song? Yeah. Yeah, right. I promise. Uh, I swear. <laughs> you just take loops and put them yeah. together? Yeah, okay. I can see yeah, that Yeah, what then. do you think? <laughs> I, but if I can do this, waiting for a bus, hypothetically. Or, I, think, I think anybody could do that, Matt. You just have to push the button and just kind of... <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about music, and now you're dissing it. But even though GarageBand, hey, I didn't even know I owned this. Till yesterday, and now I'm just putting, I'm changing lives. <laughs> I can bring my phone and play music. Now, a lot of you would think I should just stop. Why? Yeah, the music's speaking to me, Matt. This is That's... the beginning of something really big. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm going to cry. It needs lyrics. <laughs> Give me a minute. This is, this is a loop. This took me. <laughs> it's not going mean, to stop. This took I mean, me they eight said, minutes. They said the Hindenburg was just a terrible idea, but yeah. what do they know? Yeah, what do they know? What do they know? And what music could I have put to the Hindenburg <laughs> if I had just had GarageBand and lived back then? Oh, goodness. Hmm? Anyway, we're talking about music and how it changes our lives. It's changed, by the way, my daughter plays piano. Hello. Sitting at a restaurant playing piano for – she. it's a job. She's not – just carrying her piano around looking for handouts. She's, pay, she's playing her music, and she and her husband-to-be, her fiancé, got an internship from this huge national company simply because she was playing a piano. Boom! Woo! There you so go. I got kids on GarageBand, and I got a daughter that got an internship. Hmm? And I had a son that woke up at 8 o'clock this morning. Actually, last night he says, Dad, I want to get up at 545. Will you wake me up? And I said, ask your mother. <laughs> yeah. 
because daddy doesn't get up at 5.45. And he says, well, I want to get up. And I'm like, why do you want to get up? And he's like, I got to work out. Okay, he's nine. I'm like, you got to work out what? And he's like, I got to work out because my sons are getting up running. They get up and go running. And he goes, I want to go running with Jake and Britton, but they won't let me. So I'll just get up on my own and do it. So you wake me up at 5.45. I'm like, you know, no, I'm not doing that. But if you want to ask your mom, she can. And uh, anyway, he goes, I'll just get myself up. No big deal. So he was going to get up. But instead, my son doesn't do that. My son doesn't. He actually didn't end up getting up. He probably was just upstairs doing yoga. Not really. But he ended up, uh, he gets up every morning. This cute little nine-year-old boy has for two years and practices piano. And he is getting very good. Very good. So you know what? He's going to be like uh, Mr. Marvin Goldstein that we're going to have on in a minute. How does everybody else in the house like piano practicing at 6.30 in the morning? No, he gets up at 8 to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not good. But you know what? I don't care because if it pays for school... It doesn't matter. So we're talking music today. It can have a huge impact, and it can also drive parents crazy. I also got my well, – I have one child that won't play an instrument but sings. And if you turn on the radio, he'll sing incredibly, and then we'd hurry and turn off the radio, and then you can listen to him. And he's good. And I asked him this morning if we could go give him voice lessons, and guess what he said? No. He won't get voice lessons. So I said, okay, why don't we – would you rather have voice lessons or start playing the piano? And he said, I'd rather start playing the piano. And so I'm like, great, let's start that tomorrow. See, we've got another one in. I'm telling you, gifted. Not really, Um, but incredible. So today's show, we're going to talk about the power, the power of music. And who better to talk to us about that than our own? Now, this is funny because you wouldn't quite think that music would be like a family thing. I mean, you get the Von Trapps, they do that. Right. <laughs> but it's it's true. It's very real. And um, on the show today, we're going to be talking all about the power of music in our lives. Right. And in the show, we're going to have three guests, guests. And one of the guests is a very special guest. And Merritt, do you want to explain who this guest might be? Coming up later. That guest is my mother. Merritt, our famed uh, cohort producer, partner, friend on the show. What's your official title, Merritt? I, I think I'm a producer. Producer. If I'm going to assume you're a student producer. Is that where we're going but with? Yeah, that's probably Let's what call is. her the musical producer because she's raised in a family with two professor parents, both professors of music. Yeah, they're both, they're both music professors. No, a lot of, that's a lot of music. It is. And- it, it's a funny thing, like, kids who grew up, you know, their moms would sing them lullabies at night, and I fell asleep to my dad practicing the trombone downstairs and playing orchestral excerpts from Mahler. Are you serious? Completely serious. Did you have a sleeping problem? No, not at all. I love the sound of a trombone. Do you really? I do. What does a trombone, you know what, I'll find it on GarageBand. <laughs> do you think there's a trombone on GarageBand? I do it think probably there. is. I'm going to be looking, but I, you keep going. Yeah. So, Merritt, what's it like to grow up in a family? I'm assuming that there's a lot of pressure. Like, I'm sure you're so musically inclined. I, you probably played 10 instruments by now. <laughs> I, I don't. I, did, I took piano lessons and I took voice lessons when really? I was older. But I, I think the bu- biggest thing, like, I'm a complete nerd. Like, are you? Yeah. Music well, but a, a lot just... of people in music are nerds, aren't they? Y- definitely. But, I mean, you not know... to be rude, Skyboy, but... You know, it how takes many, a brain to put music together. How many kids listen to symphonies instead of that's the true. radio? Like, that's a different a kind of weird. music than I think I'm thinking of. 
Yeah. No. Like, I'm thinking of something more like this. You know? Where did that come from? It came from my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Well, my sons were helping me. My son that actually has a clue. Anyway, that's what I think music is. But you think you're, you were raised on orchestra music. I was, and musicals and jazz and things that people say are crazy noise. Oh, that's cool. Boring, no, that's good. But, yeah. But Einstein I love babies. It. That makes you smarter. That's what they used to say. But they kind of debunked that. They, they kind of did. But I, I think it's like, like parents reading you really good books. You probably don't understand yeah. what the music's supposed to be doing to you, but there's something going on there. It's that working your you. brain. Definitely. Um, so was there pressure, though, from mom and dad, like, come on, Merritt, try? It's not that I, I hard. Did. I was put in lessons, and I was told to practice. And let me tell you, there is nothing scarier than singing when you think all of your family is gone, and then all of a sudden hearing, you're sharp like, oh, from geez. the other room. You're a little sharp on that top note. <laughs> and they meant it lovingly. And really, yeah. I, I, it taught me to take criticism well. Yeah. But... But it is scary. There was a lot of pressure. That's why I think you're sandbagging. I think you're holding back. I think, you know what, Merritt? I want to break through that today on the show. I want to have a breakthrough with you on the show where we're going to have you sing. Oh, really? And then we're going to have, we're going to have you sing in the first segment right now. And then we'll have your mom critique it in one of the <laughs> latter segments. Yeah, probably not. You want to do it? Probably not. Because I don't know if you heard, but I have a killer soundtrack that we could use if only we had music or if only we had words to go with it. You should write some. You know what's funny is Sky Boy's getting a degree in this. And I hammered this out waiting for a taxi. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you keep lying. I don't think you did that while you were waiting for anything. You're rude. <laughs> you just have to push <laughs> buttons and put it together. <laughs> don't Sky Boy, you don't need a degree to create a masterpiece. It's it's really true though. It's really good. This is a great song. <laughs> It's really true, though. Mo, you don't need a degree it's for a this stuff at all. Hey, do the great artists of our time, the greatest artists, uh, Lady Gaga, <laughs> Madonna, are these, uh, are these artists educated in the fine arts and humanities that you are? I highly doubt it. Lady Gaga has a theater degree. Which, not surprising. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. Does. I think in costume design. Right. Right? Hmm. Well, you're right. Whatever. Okay. I'm sorry to keep bringing up my music. So you don't want to do the song thing? Is that what you're saying, Merritt? No, probably not singing on, Why? on, on air. Why won't, you, uh, why won't you just do it? You know, I, I chose other things to focus on in life. So you're raised by two parents. One plays the trombone. Yes. And the mom plays. She is a piano, but her... Focuses music history. So. Do those two just rip together? Do they just sit down and say, babe, sit right here. We're going to play <laughs> us a little. You know, it doesn't happen as often as you think. It's more like we're be, we'll be sitting at the dinner table. Yeah. And all of a sudden my mom will say something like, I was listening, you know, I was listening to Beethoven today and I thought that, and they'll just go off. Are you serious? Totally serious. What do the kids do? Um, we learned a lot. A lot of the time I was just really confused. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you just look at each other like, okay, that's our time to go. Exactly. And did you we don't out? have to eat those vegetables anymore. <laughs> okay, you guys talk it. about, yeah, Beethoven rocks. Mom, I got to go. <laughs> that's what we did. It's called distraction, isn't it? Yeah. I love it. Uh, well, Merritt, so your mom's going to be on. She is. Is there anything we need to ask her? She's not on until later in the show, but I'm just so dying to talk to her because I want to pick her brain about you. Oh, really? We're going to tell her how incredible you are. Oh, thanks, And how man. all you do is sing around the office. 
you hear me every day, mm -hmm. opera. Yeah, the opera's a little weird, though. You know what I mean? Because we're not expecting opera. Like, I was expecting country. You look very country, western, <laughs> singer, and then all of a sudden you... You don't want me to sing sing like a Valkyrie? Like, you, I... Yeah, fine. don't even know what that is. But, <laughs> yeah, do what you want to do. So on the show, we're talking with... We're talking... We're taking it every direction you can imagine. Three guests, and we're going to talk about the power of like kind of a little bit of the USO entertainer person. Uh, Vanessa Joy is going to be joining us. She's going to talk to, to us about the importance of music for our children. Then we're going to bring on Marvin Goldstein, who is just world-class piano player, isn't he? That's it. I don't yes. want to... I've been thinking trombone. Like, like, let's let's not diminish world class. Well, like look at this. But that's bachelor and masters of music and music degrees at Florida State. Forty CDs he's put together. Not one of them including a trombone. Are you sure? I don't know that for sure. But Marvin Goldstein is going to be on, and we're going to just kind of try to understand what high-level performance looks like and um, the joy it's brought his life to be able to play music. Then, of course, Jessica Meekum, the mother. Of our own little Merritt, and she's going to teach us not only about the secrets of Merritt, but she's going to try to, you know, give us a little understanding about the history, the power of music in our lives. So we're going to take a break, but before we do, I just want you all to kick back and enjoy the light hits and fresh sounds of the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143. BYU Radio. The light-emitting diode, or LED, is 50 years old now, but it's still learning new tricks. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories of revolutionary ideas, emerging technologies, and the people behind the concepts that shape the future. The first LEDs were red and infrared in color, and it took years to advance our understanding of semiconductors to get to today where they can create any color of light you want. LEDs moved from digital watches and calculators into every kind of electronic device you can think of, including TVs. Today's power-thrifty LEDs are often used for flashlights, even car head and taillights. It's been a little tough using LED lights in homes, though. While they can replace the incandescent bulb and the fluorescent bulb, LED house lighting isn't always aesthetically pleasing. Many people think they look too blue or they can make nearby colors seem weak or pale. The technical terms are color temperature and color rendition index, or CRI. But University of Georgia scientists have developed a new LED that has the right color temperature and rendition index to become popular indoors. It's a blue LED with a new phosphor coating. The coating converts the blue light into very pleasant light, similar to old-fashioned incandescent bulbs, but drawing a fraction of the energy. It probably has a bright future. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. Broadcast from the campus of BYU, the Wheatley Forum brings you topics ranging from fostering integrity to financial security. Join expert researchers and panelists to hear uplifting and motivating scholarly discussions. Tune in to The Wheatley Forum, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Talk about good.
Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, we are taking on, I think, a very interesting topic, the topic of music. There's something about it that just sets us free. I think it's a great source of self-esteem, of self-worth. It it not only kind of... uh, soothes your soul, I guess, depending on the type of music, or pumps you up. It has a great access to our emotions. But maybe more importantly, it might give us access to our children. I've learned in my own life that uh, just being able to share music with my kids and and listen to their music really creates a, a closeness. And so we want to talk about the power of using music in our lives to help us with our kids, to help us with our own growth, our own development. Our first guest today is Vanessa Joy. Now, Vanessa is an award-winning vocalist. She had the honor once of singing for the USO at the Wounded Warriors Center in Germany. She's also a performer and has performed for the U.S. Ambassador in Cairo and has starred in her first operetta at age 13. She has a degree in music from Brigham Young University. She's faculty uh, member at the BYU Campus Education Week and has sold two albums. Vanessa Joy is joining us. Vanessa, welcome to the program. Hi, Matt. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing great. Now, did you happen to hear my my music? Your music? No, well, I haven't. let's get to that. <laughs> a lot of people don't know how good music can be. This is a song I put together on GarageBand on my cell phone. Oh, great. Now what I need, Vanessa, are I need I need somebody to sing. Okay. I'm going to make I'm going to put some um, words together and then we're just going to send them out to you and we'll put out our first album. Okay, awesome. You in? <laughs> I'm totally in, Matt. That sounds great. Yeah, it's hot. Um, <laughs> tell me, Vanessa, now I mean you here you are you you get the power of music um it's it changed your life i mean you get to go from germany to egypt you're in an operetta at age 13 you're getting a degree in it what has music meant to you just growing up and growing on oh my gosh it's meant so much to me i mean honestly it has been a part of my life since i mean i came out of the room out of the womb crying so you know <laughs> i have been vocalizing since day 1 and I, I absolutely love music. I started playing the violin at age four and um, did all kinds of different uh, orchestras throughout Minneapolis, where I grew up, and um, just have always had music be a part of my life. So I, it is very important, and I love it. Well, and, and think about what the world would be like without it. I can't even think of the world without music at all. At all. I can't. It's just, it would be so quiet and boring. <laughs> and, and it seems for some reason it's just not supposed to be that way. We need music. And, and it also seems like, and I was mentioning it earlier, that um, there's something about music that just gets to our soul, doesn't it? It just opens totally. up the spirit. Oh, I believe that for sure. When I was just in Germany, in fact, we I didn't speak German at all, and a lot of the people where I live, uh, where where we were at the time, they didn't speak English either. And so, it was very difficult to difficult to communicate with each other. But when we did the concert with the orchestras and choirs and all of this music and I'm singing these solos, I know that they knew that yeah. I loved God. Yeah. And it was because of music. Isn't Not that powerful? Because of words. Yes, yes. The 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 feeling in the room of this huge cathedral mm. was the love of God. They felt that from me, and I felt it from them while they were singing and playing music. That's and that's. Oh. Uh, it's always interesting to me that 
associated with God is are these idea of the angels, and then the angels seem to be in like choirs and music and harps, isn't it? It's interesting <laughs> that it's that this this heavenly host is always kind of associated with with music, and then you wonder, wow, they must have heard the Beatles or not, because it seems like a different kind of music we're talking about, right? Well, you, you know they found like a flute from seriously like. 39,000 years ago. Yeah. Did you know this? I didn't. Tell me. Yeah. No, I don't know much oh. about it other than that. But I mean, that tells you that music's been around and yeah. on this earth for a very, very long time. And then you've so. even found that it's critical to the development of children. Oh, definitely. Yes. And then why? I, I mean, I get it. Like, I, I get when when we have our fights at our home, <laughs> it's it's rare. But it's usually Sound like Sunday true. morning when we're trying to get everyone to get ready to go to church or something. Sure, sure. But if we put on music, like a good hymn music, like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir kind of music, or just yeah. something that's just calmer, it's mm-hmm. a different spirit. And and it literally, the kids change. Oh, for sure. Honestly, they do. I mean, how can they not? I mean, it may not happen immediately. No. But o- over a couple of minutes of that being in the in the home... It's it's completely a change of feeling, mood, everything changes. Yeah. And it's yeah. like you've sedated them. <laughs> it is. It's tranquilizing. Yeah, without the drugs. <laughs> totally. It is it's an, it's a non-drug. <laughs> it, it has it's to be non-drug use. There has to be something about it. Here you were, you starred in your first Gilbert and Sullivan operetta at the age of 13. Yes. So you grew up. What what did music mean to you growing up? And then all well, of a sudden at 13, you know, this young age, that's a lot of when, you know, that awkward, uh, you know, that oh, awkward young totally. stage of the young woman is starting to emerge. And here you are out on stage. Yes, exactly. It, I, it, it, seventh grade, I moved and changed schools twice. <sighs> it was awful. It was a really, really hard, awful year. I had no friends. And then I had to move again, and I had no friends. <laughs> and people kept asking me all year, you know, are you new? Are you new? And finally, I got really so tired of as- answering the question, are you new? I mean, people were asking me, I'm serious, even until the last day of school, they asked me. <laughs> are you I was new? Just, <laughs> are you new? Oh. Anyway, and I just went, I finally saw this sign saying auditions. And I thought, you know... I played the violin, I sang in some things. I hadn't really been a soloist at this point in my life. But I went home and I told my mom, I said, Mom, there's these auditions, should I try out, you know? And she says, absolutely, go for it. And I'm thinking, yeah, why not go for it? Because nobody knows me, and what do I have to lose? (laughs) Right, yeah, what's the big deal? So, exactly, so I go and I try out, and I'll never forget the, the teacher was sitting at the piano and he kept saying, next. 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 And he's looking down and he's just crossing off everybody. And I finally get up there and it's my turn and I'm shaking. I'm just worried and I'm seriously really scared. But I got up there and I just let it out. I just went, you know, and I did my solo and his eyes, I will never forget. They came (laughs) up off the paper and his mouth was just dropped. Wow. That is (laughs) cool. Well, yeah, I know. And it changed my life forever. It It did. Well, and you, what's cool is you can now draw on that well, for the rest of your life. Noticed. Yeah. I was finally <laughs> Yeah. Hey, they remember me. No. <laughs> yeah. No, that's powerful. Had, yes. It changed my life. Music is amazing. Well, and really I, what else amazing. is so powerful is that it's, um, 
it's never just the notes either, is it? It's it's always you can always bring a part of you out in whatever song you're playing. It's so Absolutely. unique to you. No song is the same. No song is the same. You're right. I mean, every every song has a different me- message. Gosh, um, I love that. I mean, really, because it just yeah. seems like we get all of our kids into music. But really, if no song is the same, then there's always a part of us that we can leave in the song or contribute to the song. Powerful. Vanessa, yeah. let, we're going to take a break. I want to come back and um, pick your brain a little bit more on on the importance of this and how we can kind of maybe find ourselves in our music. Okay. And uh, and a little bit more, I want to hear some of your most memorable musical moments. It has to be pretty powerful singing in front of, at the Wounded Warrior Center in Germany. That had to be yes. powerful as well. Yes. So we'll be back. We're talking with Vanessa Joy, who was discovered at the age of 13 after everyone ignored her for years. <laughs> um, we'll be back with Vanessa Joy. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show, uncovering the power of music. And the power it can have in your life. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Why not get your business involved as a sponsor of Cougar Sports on BYU TV, BYU Radio, and BYUTVSports.com. For details, call 801-422-1448 or email corporate support at BYU.edu. Start your day off right with The Morning Show. Host Marcus Smith always gives you something new to think about. I want to live my life all over again, and it's because I've got the wrong career. Uh, well, there's 12 different careers. I want, to be, uh, I want to be a rock star. That's one thing I want to do. I want to be a clinical psychologist. I think that'd be fantastic, too. But, boy, you hear, you hear about what people actually study, and I just, I'm just mesmerized by it. Catch The Morning Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Debate in the Senate has now begun over the future of the gun control bill. Chances the measure will pass seem high following the announcement of a new compromise yesterday over how to implement increased background checks on gun sales. Delaware could become the next state to legalize same-sex marriage if a new bill announced today passes. The state already allows gay and lesbian couples to enter into civil unions. International Red Cross officials are concerned about the force feeding of hunger-striking Guantanamo Bay prisoners, calling on President Obama to do more to help solve the legal gridlock inmates are facing. Tornadoes and harsh spring storms ripped across the Midwest today, leaving thousands without power in Missouri. The storm system is now headed for a flood-prone area of North Dakota. A large bus crash in Dallas has left two people dead and dozens more injured. The charter bus was carrying a group of mainly seniors when it ran off the road and flipped over a concrete barrier. A main man has been arrested for stealing after living as a hermit for 27 years. During his exile, he says he only spoke to one other human and stole from various campsites over 1,000 times. World news war rhetoric has died down slightly in North Korea as the nation prepares to mark the birthday of the current regime's founder. However, U.S. and South Korean forces are still on high alert, searching for any signs of a missile launch. And a Komodo dragon attacked an 83-year-old Indonesian woman while she was making a broom. She was able to fight the lizard off by kicking it, and now, after 38 stitches to her hand, insists she is doing just fine. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall. 
Welcome back, you little music birds, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we're talking about the power of music. You know, it's one thing to speak to another. It's another to just sing to them and see how that goes. There is so much power in music that, that goes unnoticed. And uh, we wanted to celebrate it and, and maybe get into a little bit how we can unleash it, how we uncover the power of music in our lives. We've asked Vanessa Joy to be with us. She's an award-winning vocalist. Um, really, you got to go check out her website, VanessaJoySings.com. VanessaJoySings.com. She has two solo albums. One's called The Voice and Sweet By and By. And uh, we're picking her brain. Vanessa, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much. Good to have you. Being here, Matt. Well, I it's great to have you because um, a I, I want to make sure people know who you are. Well, good because Thank it you. sounds like your life was traumatic for years because nobody <laughs> knew if you were new or not to the world. Well, yeah, going back there, going back to that. If you really wanted, if you really want something to change in your life, which I did, yeah, I wanted something to change in my life. I was really sick and tired of being the new kid and no one knowing me. <laughs> right. So, if you want something to change in your life, you've got to do something different. Well, but no, and that's what I did. I went and I did something really scary, really something that made me uncomfortable, something very nerve wracking. You tried out for a, a, a musical, basically an operetta. Exactly. Yes. Now, and Vanessa, you know that a lot of people, a lot of kids, instead of doing that, they just color their hair a different color <laughs> or they <I> know. <laughs> tattoo themselves up or they put piercings all over. And that's how they create their identity. But you're saying maybe try music. Yes, maybe try music. It might be an outlet you hadn't even thought about before. And that's I agree. And it's important that the parents that are out there listening think of that through because it really gave you an identity as as somebody that A, is not forgetful and you're using your talent. Um, But music also helps us with our children's development in other ways, right? How else have you seen music impact the development of our children? Oh, my goodness. Okay, you just opened up a big subject because well, I could talk to you for days about this. Excellent. <laughs> Go for it. No, honestly, you might have to have me back on the show. We will for sure. <laughs> Only if you'll sing, if you'll put that song together with me. For sure. I hope yeah. we're doing that. Oh, for I, you sure. not be pulling my leg now. I've only done four measures, but if I loop it, I can loop it <laughs> indefinitely. So I can throw in a chorus or two for you. That'd be, oh, great. I need a chorus. <laughs> and I don't even know what the chorus would do, but I just know I need one. <laughs> I love it. No, honestly, what it does for children is, I mean, it's a miracle what it can happen with children. It's their language development. Um, it helps with self-expression. It helps with memory skills. Um, it helps with their concentration, um, listening. Oh yeah, listening skills. It teaches them how to listen, and who doesn't want their child to listen to them? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, exactly. Um, it helps with fine motor skills, problem solving. It helps with teamwork and goal setting. Um, Could it get them to mow the lawn? Can it get? <laughs> I don't know. You can say, this is the way we mow the lawn. We mow yeah. the lawn. <laughs> they, that won't work. I've tried that. It didn't work. I know. I'm teasing. No, honestly, <laughs> it helps with little ones. Now, if you get to be a teenager, if you haven't done music at all until teenagers, your kids might be thinking you're a little crazy. Yeah. Now you're bringing this up, mom or dad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but powerful because hey, you know, their friends all love the music. In fact, last night I have a son that plays 
the piano and has some YouTube stuff out there. And his his my other son's friends came over and they all gathered around this son that plays the piano and just kept throwing out, play this, play this. And he kept playing songs and you could just see his self-worth just growing. Oh, for sure. This identity strengthening. Yes, it, it helps with their courage and strengthens, definitely strengthens their core, their personality, everything. It, it definitely, I believe that. Is there a downside? I mean, I don't know if you've heard about this rock and roll music these kids are playing. <laughs> uh, is there a downside to music? I mean, is there, because there's you know, got to be a darker side too, right? <laughs> well, there, I, there most definitely is. I just think that parents, I mean, seriously, if you start with your kids really young, if you start with, but there is, it's never too late. I want yeah. to, people to know that. It's never too late to start using music in your family. Um, but starting young, I mean, when they're really little, like just infant, they gurg- gurgle and they babble and they, they coo and they call, you know, they're, yeah. they're calling out. If a parent or a mother, especially with their child at home, just listens and engages with them while they're doing that little babble, mm-hmm. that is communication, right? Which, which is what you want to be doing with your child for the rest of their life. You want to be communicating with them. So watch them, engage with them while they're doing. Don't interrupt them. Let them, let them go, you know, coo and, yeah, let them go. and whatnot. And then you can start to um, do, you know, like echoing back with them. So you can do a little coo back to them. And then you're kind of going back and forth. So you're learning to listen, and then they listen to you. and Mimic anyway, and mirror. I love that. Yes, yes. That's, that is really communication. It's, it it's totally communicating is. 101. Right. Yes, starting that young. Honestly, like people think, oh, well, what's it going to do when they're so little? It does help starting very, very young. It's, you, you can even start when you're pregnant, when the baby is in, your, in the womb. I mean, I think it's like 21 weeks or something when their ears are fully developed. They can hear everything you're saying. Let's just start singing Sing. to them, right? Start singing right now. Use your voice. And people seriously have to get over the fact that they may be, you know, tuned up. They might be Yeah. They might be tone deaf. They are not tone deaf. People are just, they are so paranoid of like seriously ruining their kids' lives by singing to them. There's, there are a lot of people out there that are scared oh, to death you, to do you it. You can't be afraid. No, no, no. I am, tell, I am serious. This is, Vanessa Joy sings, says it's okay. You can sing to your kids and not be in tune. You it know what better. helps? A shower. So I like to sing in the shower. <laughs> Because then, A, it tells everyone that dad's showering, so stay out. But B, it gets, it really does, it it sounds good. It totally does. It's got the acoustics in there. I don't know what it is, but it sounds great. You're part of a choir in there. Yeah. It's so powerful. But you know why you feel so good? Why? Because it causes endorphins. Yes. No, that's true, huh? Yes. So that breathing that you're doing, just singing out like that, it causes the body to feel good. And you're it, oxygenating, and you're yes, moving you're blood. Yeah, oxygen to the blood, yeah. and you are breathing deeply, so that's causing you to relax. It causes anxieties to go away. It causes your body completely changes, mood completely changes. Mm. So there's a lot of effects music can have on you. That's why I say, start singing to your kid today. It's not just about, you know, singing perfect in good, in good pitch. Right. It's about taking the time to be one, one-on-one with your child. Mm-hmm. You are making and creating a memory with them. And music 
helps that to be sealed in your mind forever. A memory attached with music goes a whole lot farther than one without it. Oh, yeah. And you know where you notice that is at a funeral. So oh, at a funeral yeah. where you're singing a song that you remember dad played or mom. Yeah. I mean, it really, it's, uh, there's songs that were played at my grandfather's funeral when I was, I think, 15, that mm-hmm. every single time I hear it, it's grandpa. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, so that, you know, that's getting to the core. Yes, it is. Definitely. I mean, you can take your kids on a hike. You can go swimming. You can go for a bike yeah. ride. You can fly a kite. These are all great activities, and they're all fun for the family. Everybody's going to remember the hike. Right. Are they going to remember what you talked about on the hike? Probably not. Not, not necessarily. They're going to remember the day you went on the hike. But if you sing Kumbaya on the way on your hike, they're going to remember that you sang that song. But what about everyone else that has to listen to it, Vanessa? <laughs> It's about being silly. That's what I'm trying it to say. It kind of is, huh? It's, about, re- making... it's about releasing and letting it go, letting it those totally nerves. Is. People have to just get let loose. Yeah. Seriously, let your hair down. Okay? Enjoy and delight in the music with your family. Your kids, they probably, you know, like teenagers and whatnot, I was going to say, they're, kind of, they're going to be like, okay, mom, dad, yeah. you are crazy right now, but it's okay. They're but... gonna, they'll warm up to it. And it honestly, no, but it changes. Like literally I have this child and Tuesday night, my wife was actually at the studio with him recording one of his songs. Oh, cool. So we, and this has been a big moment in our lives Mm because we have one daughter that just was naturally good at piano, just did it, learned it right, did every lesson, followed the line, could go straight in her perfect little linear way. Then I have another child that is has a brain a little bit more like mine where everything there's nothing linear it's just kind of like a big cobweb and you can and it all just it collects but you don't know it's collecting stuff. Well, so he couldn't go do the what typical I know it's kind of scary but he couldn't go do the typical sit down and and practice and go to lessons and read the notes and do it in that order. His brain didn't work that way. So we kind of just said, look, we're not going to send you to this really expensive teacher if you're not going to do it. And he's like, well, okay, sorry, can't do it that way. So we we took away the lessons. But the boy loved music, and he would sit on the piano, and he would actually turn on um, YouTube, listen to songs, and he has now learned to be able to listen to any song, and within about five minutes can put it all together. So he now can play anything by ear. And now what we do, but it's all himself. He just does it himself. None of us that didn't, we didn't help him with that. And, but now what we do is instead of paying for lessons, we just pay for studio time, but it's becoming a family thing where my wife will take him to the studio. And while she was there, two of those brothers were there and they're all watching their brother make video or make, uh, a recording and then the recordings we put together and we put together a really good video and it all goes on YouTube and it's something that honestly it when he's in his element he's just a whole different person and when is- when he when he can't do it he's a vegetable <laughs> like seriously he's a vegetable he wants, he wants to live in the music studio he does and it's so and honestly I. but that's you I mean that's what's <laughs> there are people out there and I guess that's the point of the show that that is what moves their soul. That's what moves their spirit. And um, also, in general, music in general can pretty much move anyone's spirit, anyone's soul, if we just know it's there. It totally can. You know, even like back, like with teenagers and whatnot, you can, instead of lecturing your child, mm-hmm. you can choose to use music that teaches a message you want to get across to them. Yeah. 
So that is not a lecture anymore. It's music. And you're sneaking so, it in, right? Yeah, they, you they are, don't know. you're going to listen. They're going to hear it. Yeah. You're going to hear it. So I love it's it. It's different. Whereas you start lecturing your kid, they're going to start <laughs> tuning out. Totally. And what, or you know what else I like to do is I like to put subliminal messages into the music, <laughs> and then I let like them listen to the, the lawn. yeah mow the lawn <laughs> mow the lawn. Or I turn on I, I turn up music, and while the music's up, I kind of talk under my breath and say mow the lawn mow the lawn <laughs> mow the lawn. And then anyway, they tell me I'm ruining it. No, I totally agree with you that music does nourish the family's soul. Yeah, it does. Music makes a difference in the life of your child. It's and it completely it, does. Well, and you just brought up a million different ways that um, that it can. It's not just feeling good either. It, it's mechanics get better, fine motor skills get better, concentration gets better. I mean, it, it really stretches the soul and the human, right? It does. I mean, we live in such a fast-paced, achievement-oriented world. Yeah, you know, I hate it. Technology, <laughs> and we need more togetherness. We need more time together. We need fellowship. We need to have more time laughter. uh That's why I say be silly with music. Use it to to promote joy. Yeah. I can't listen to music, though, Vanessa, without shaking my hips. Well, sure, yeah. So then I start dancing, and then you think your kids are embarrassed by your singing. (laughs) Wait till they see you dancing. But really, but it really, we we do turn music on, and we have when That's certain music great. goes on, we make everyone dance. Well, it's dancing that music. Is so good, that is so good because well, I mean, it could it be is. you know child abuse. <laughs> That's what my kids call it. That's child abuse, Dad. Nope, it's not. It's Dad shaking his hips. Have you noticed though how many times? Seriously, you. It, I mean, everybody's got almost a TV in their car now. Oh yeah. Days. You go to the doctor, <laughs> and there's a TV sitting there in yeah. the. You can't even get your face drilled anymore in pain. You have to now be watching a show or playing a video game. Right, yeah. There's all this in front of us at all times. And I'm not against letting your kid watch a movie no, by any means. No, for sure. No, but families will, will thrive if they put music into their life because they'll have this moment with their child. They'll be creating bonds. And it's and everywhere, right? It's the drive. It's the drive to – it's everywhere. You can put music in to every part of life. Oh, definitely. Yes, you can. I mean, when you what's the first thing you think to pack when you go on a trip? When you're going to be on an airplane, what do you have? What does everybody have on their ears? Toothpaste. Oh, on our ears? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, okay, Headset. that's no, the totally. first thing yeah. I think to pack. As your music. Pack. I know. That's usually the last thing I pack, but it's it really but it's what I enjoy the most on the plane. Well, yeah, because it makes time go faster. Yeah. It makes the the ride more pleasant. How many people hate to fly? They're right. nervous. You can so relax. Music is helping them to calm down. It helps them to soothe them. You know, it's soothing. So, yeah, there, I mean, yeah, there's a million ways to use music. It's so powerful. Well, and Vanessa, I think you got a great thing. You also, people need to go check out your website, VanessaJoySings.com. VanessaJoySings.com. Thank you, Matt. You bet. And because when you get there, Vanessa, mm-hmm. you have a blog. Yes, I do. And... You have ideas and you have, I mean, you have music as well, but mm-hmm. I, think the, I think the bigger thing is um, there is, there's hope, there's peace to this. There's, this isn't just, yeah, you failed again, parents. Yep, you didn't get your kids into music once again. <laughs> no. 
Losers. No. Because that's something that can take place today. Grandmas and grandpas can turn on the music when the kids are in the car. We can bring music. We can pay for lessons. I know people that can't afford the lessons, but their grandparents are paying. Hey, music is not expensive. You can sing with the instrument that God gave you. That's free. Yes. There's nothing fancy about it. It does not have to take all day. There's no elaborate plans that need to be made. Okay? You just start singing. Okay? The next time you are with your family, seriously, this is for women who are at home with their kids. Sing with your kids. Play with your kids. Use music to delight and enhance your day. Seriously, do it when they're happy. And then when you're stuck in traffic and you run out of raisins and you have no more milk to feed the baby (laughs) and they're whining and crying and you can't get off the highway and you know that they're hungry, they're cranky, start singing that music that you've done in the moments that were joyful. And they will not necessarily change in a blink of an eye, but that will help to soothe you as a parent. If anybody, you could take it. Yes. So there's a lot of ways to use it. That is free yeah. right there. So, I mean, yeah, music lessons are wonderful, too. I mean, I obviously participated in that. But there are things available to you in the library. I mean, you can go to the library. Library's free. CDs of any kind and use that to sing with to your kids. Well, and now there's apps that you could just listen well, yeah. to. Exactly. Playlists, and it's all, it's there. <laughs> there's no more, there's no more excuses. We just got to get doing it, don't we, Vanessa? Exactly. Everyone needs to do it. And they need to do it today. Today's today. the day. Get the voice. That's your C D too. They yeah, can go get is. your C D, right? The voice. They could. And they can sing along with it. <laughs> I can hardly wait. I'm gonna do it. Vanessa Joy, so appreciate you. The your spirit's incredible and uh oh, we're gonna have you back you, on. I want to oh, I want I hope so. we will for sure because I we'll do the debut of our song. Okay, for sure. This is going to happen. Okay. I can't wait to come come see you. I'm going to come over there. No, for sure. Uh, for Education Week, I'll come down and yeah. say hi to you. In fact, we'll actually be broadcasting live from Education Week. Really? Yeah. Okay, it's, so then it's that pretty great. It's pretty cool. But I wanted to leave you. Just I just want to put this in your head, and we'll go to we'll go to break on this. Do you hear it, Vanessa? Yeah. Yeah. That's Garage Band right there. See the hand clapping. Very nice. I put hand clapping in it. There it is. <laughs> That's hard to do. Vanessa Joy, Beautiful. thanks for being with us, Vanessa. Go check out Vanessa's website, vanessajoysings.com. And uh, next time you come back, she'll be, uh, we'll be putting together a masterpiece together. This is the Matt Townsend <laughs> Show right here on uh, Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. We'll give you the dirt on a breakthrough nanoscale coating that could save some of your trips to the dry cleaners. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future. And innovation in coatings from the University of Michigan may cause dry cleaners to take early retirement. Any liquid you can think of, blood, sweat, acid, will just roll right off of a fabric coated with this stuff. And the potential applications go beyond just stain-resistant clothes. The Michigan team, working with support from the Air Force Research Laboratory, created a mix of a type of plastic rubber and nanoscale mineral cubes, which are deposited using a technique called electrospinning. The material creates tiny air pockets smaller than the smallest drop of liquid, so the liquid floats on air and only touches 1% of the actual material. Electrostatic forces at this scale are too strong for a stain drop to overcome, so it just rolls off. 
If you're not impressed, here's a few potential products this coating can make. Smudge-proof glass for device screens. Super slick boat hulls that go fast and never have barnacles to scrape off, ever. Cars and windows you never need to wash. Antimicrobial surfaces no germ can stick to. Stainless toilets that work on only one cup of water per flush. And cookware that can't stick. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. Here's a show for you deep thinkers, seekers of new ideas and constant learners. It's called Thinking Aloud. You can join host Marcus Smith to hear thoughtful interviews from guests. And with each new show, you can leave more inspired, enlightened, and educated. Tune in weekdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern and 8.30 p.m. Eastern for Thinking Aloud. Here on 143 BYU Radio. Talk about good. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we are talking about the power of music. We just had on a wonderful guest, uh, Vanessa Joy, teaching us about the importance of music for our children, our families. Now we're going to switch it a little bit and go to um, a friend of of uh, BYU's. Marvin Goldstein is a uh, is a. It's just he's kind of he's just well known in the circles here in Utah. He began his musical training at age nine, and by eighteen was awarded a musical scholarship. He went to Tel Aviv University School of Music in Tel Aviv on scholarship. He has formal training at the famed Mozartium of Salzburg, Austria. I'm sure I just messed that up. Bachelor and master's uh, degrees in music from Florida State in Tallahassee, Florida. And he has recorded over 40 compact discs, 40 CDs of music. So here comes a true, full-fledged professional. Um musician uh marvin goldstein marvin welcome to the program hi matt how are you it's i'm doing so well and it's so great to to hear you and meet you you really uh this is your day-to-day you make a living in music don't you well that could be debated Matt. Um. <laughs> <laughs> livings are hard to make in music though aren't they music's kind of an anomaly to make a living at but yes my life started um as as many might in music by just asking my mom at nine years old if I could take music lessons, and she said, well, give it a try, and wow. here it is, like a few years later, and uh, and almost uh, 50 CDs later, and Sheesh. doing all kinds of fun things with it, and I like that I'm able to talk to your audience about it a little bit. Well, I love, I love it, too, because, I mean, even nine-year-old, for the level you've reached, isn't nine starting kind of late? Well, I... You're a yeah, late bloomer. Interesting perspective. The idea, though, is if you really work hard at it, you could achieve uh, most of what, what anyone has achieved, even if you started at 20, if you apply yourself. There you go. So it, it really doesn't really make a difference between 3 and 15 or 12 or 18. It's just a, ma- a level of commitment that, that makes it work. Wow. I uh, I love it, and so when you sit here, in fact, you played with our last guest, Vanessa Joy. You two have actually yes, collaborated, haven't you? Yeah, we have. We've done one, two, three projects together, and um, she's an amazing talent, and she has the uh, 
ability to reach uh, into people with her talent and her personality and it's really amazing to be able to go in different parts of the world and perform with her yes isn't it um, amazing too because here you bring two entirely different skill sets uh kind of the, the piano the instrument side and then just her her abilities you know her her voice um it, it's got to be powerful to to collaborate with such a professional, both of you, to be able to have two professionals putting something together where you're both stretching your abilities has got to be a whole different world. Well, it's amazing. It's actually, if you don't, if you don't even speak the same language and they just speak music, like if she was Italian, doesn't speak English and so forth and vice versa, Yeah, we can actually then sit there on a song, though, and participate in a full conversation by just, by listening to each other and performing. It's, that's the, uh, a magic of music to communicate around the world. Yeah, oh, it really is. It's a um, there's this because it, it involves the spirit, and it involves kind of this intuition. It seems like it speaks to part of our brain that doesn't speak, but just feels. It is. It's a it's a language unto itself. It is. It's been widely utilized since the beginning. It's been given to us as a way to communicate in a more effective way than an actual language. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been understood and studied so long that that it it's being applied now in medicine, in healing, Alzheimer's yeah. research. It's being applied in peace resolution in different parts of the world to inject music uh, into having an experience between people who uh, maybe idealistically oppose each other or their cultures are not necessarily mixing well together, but yet the introduction of music into their conversation or their, their event causes them to have and feel the same spirit at the same time, mm. meaning they are communicating about in a level that's above the natural man level. Oh, I love that. It, and it heals, and it's collaborative. They're, like that's the the joy of jazz, for example, is how it's so improvised. But there's there really is, and there has been research about jazz musicians and their ability to kind of anticipate what's coming next, and to always kind of set the tone so that someone else can pick up and go from there. And you know what I mean? Not be not just be a soloist, but when you're doing jazz, you can go be the soloist when you need to be the soloist, but also be willing to turn it over and collaborate when you need to. It's a great dynamic. Yeah, lay back and just and listen and feel. And then what's really interesting, Matt, that I've discovered in my 62 years of life <laughs> is that um, even a three-year-old or five- or nine-year-old that can play a, a, ta- a song called I Am a Child of God, or they can play love one another, or they can play um, uh, Kumbaya, as she had mentioned in her right. interview. If they can just play a simple song, they can be as effective in communicating as somebody that can play an entire 35-minute symphony right. with an orchestra. It does not take the expertise of a lifetime musician to communicate well. Mm. Which is, so a which child is... can give of his spirit through a little, tiny song is you sit there and hear a sermon being preached through three or four notes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's the pure form of music, the healing form. That's what it is. 
Marvin, let's take a break uh, and we'll come back. I want to get into this more and let you just teach us some more. We're talking with Marvin Goldstein, just, you know, world renowned, quite frankly. Uh, musician and um, just all around great guy. We've also been talking to Vanessa Joy, two great talents, and we feel honored to have them on the show. We'll be back exploring the power of music in our lives and our families and creating peace right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. KBYU FM HD2 Provo. Isn't it time for a little good on your Twitter feed? Follow us at BYU Radio to stay connected with BYU Radio hosts, to keep updated about your favorite shows, and to stay current on Cougar sports. Just follow BYU Radio on Twitter and keep talking about good. And thanks for listening to us here at BYU Radio on Sirius XM 143. This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. President Barack Obama announced today the U.S. will be providing $10 million worth of food and medical supplies to the Syrian rebels as part of a larger $60 million package promised earlier this year by Secretary of State John Kerry. Debate in the Senate has now begun over the future of the gun control bill. Chances are the measure will pass. Chances the measure will pass, excuse me, seem high following the announcement of a new compromise yesterday over how to implement increased background checks for gun sales. Delaware could become the next state to legalize same-sex marriage if a new bill announced today passes. The state already allows gay and lesbian couples to enter into civil unions. International Red Cross officials are concerned about the force feeding of hunger-striking Guantanamo Bay prisoners, calling on President Obama to do more to help solve the legal gridlock inmates are facing. Tornadoes and harsh spring storms ripped across the Midwest today, leaving thousands without power in Missouri. The storm system is now headed for a flood-prone area of North Dakota. Scientists from the University of California and the University of Kentucky are developing an artificial plant meant to trap bedbugs. The leaves of the plant will have microscopic hooks on the bottom to catch resilient catch the resilient pests. In world news, war rhetoric has died down slightly in North Korea as the nation prepares to mark the birthday of the current regime's founder. However, U.S. and South Korean forces are still on high alert, searching for any signs of a missile launch. And France's chief rabbi is resigning in disgrace after admitting to lying about having a degree in philosophy and accepting international praise for essays he did not author. A new chief will be elected soon. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're talking about the power of music, the healing power, but... Really, just the power um, of of music as a language, a, a language to kind of feel something different, to to be calmed across our cultures, and to to heal. It really is amazing what a song can do. If you remember around nine eleven, how much certain songs started to bring out the power of that moment and communicate something that words don't always communicate. We're we're also here today with Marvin Goldstein, who is 
music musician extraordinaire, and he's got a huge resume. Started uh, playing piano and training in music at the age of nine. By 18, he was awarded some incredible music scholarships, went to Tel Aviv University School of Music on scholarship, and has just been doing it ever since. He also has a master's degree in um, music as well from Florida State. So, Marvin, welcome back to the program. Oh, thank you, Matt. How you, did you get through the break? I did. I made it, but I was just dying to get back to you. I can't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you sit here, Marvin, and your your contribution to the world is, I mean, if you think about it, it's more than music. You've, you know, you've got a life. But um, talk about to me for a minute what it's like to to be able to perform your music Knowing that it's this great gift that you've also got, it's your talent. Well, what, what's really interesting, yes, it's, it could go on for a long conversation, but the idea, the simplicity of it is that, for example, at 16 years old, I discovered how much I love music when I knew that all the girls like to ro- stand around the piano. Yeah, <laughs> working okay, so it. They really, they liked it. So what about that does a guy not get? It's like... <laughs> Okay, uh, let me. I'll have a new song for you in about an hour. <laughs> Give me an hour, kids. Yeah, come on back, and all their all the boyfriends are outside waiting, going, "Man, is that guy ever going to get done?" Well, That's guess right. what? He never got done. No. <laughs> and the girls kept coming and coming. Now they just change ages, don't they? Or do they? Do the young ones still come around? Well, all, yeah. Well, all I can tell you is, like uh, at events that I am able to do, uh, and Vanessa too, when we do events together or by ourselves, whatever, we notice that kids from, let's say, 8, 9, 10 years old, some of them come up, Wow! and uh, not necessarily a church setting, but yeah. in any setting, and they'll come up with tears in their eyes going, I just didn't, I don't know why I'm feeling like this, <laughs> I feel so good, and I just had to thank you, thank you for coming, thank you, thank you, and then it could be a 92-year-old, the next one that goes, I've never felt like this in my life, oh. thank you for coming, and so, and then we have little to do with it except that we are somewhat selfish in that we understand what it does for people, so we do more of it because yeah. we get to be part of it. And you can, and really, when you sit back, it's got to even amaze you. Like could, could you, right? You get in the spirit of this of of playing a piece. You probably get lost and carried away in it, and you've been edified just as much as anyone else. And you must sit back and just be amazed. Well, you just wondered, oh, now how can I do that? If you think too much, how is this done? Yeah. Like, I'm not really sure. I All I know is I've done it enough times that, and I'm still feeling good about it, and people are feeling this, and kind of interpret it. Let it flow. Let it go. Um, don't ever try to do any more than, than is coming to you. Don't try to really show off, because that's when you're going to make a mistake, or yeah. people aren't going to understand what you're doing. It's almost like when you get too into the you... Uh, you lose that the benefit of that when you get too into yeah, your head, too into your your ego, and showing off. You you kind of nullify the value. It really is not how many notes you play; it's how you play the few that that are communicating with someone. And when we go to the BYU Education Week, like you said, you were yeah going to do some radio there. Yeah. Um, in the last, I've been there twenty twenty one or twenty two years. Huh. Vanessa started a few years ago there, and then. Uh, We've noticed that in a matter of four days, there can be up to 14,000 people that come to see our class 
in uh, the in the Dion concert hall oh, in a class, and we're sitting up there just in amazement that we're able to do anything that would attract that many people to sit there very quietly and just they're absorbing things from our experiences with music. That, yeah. I mean, I don't think my life personally is much to interest anyone, but what I'm able to produce from working so hard at what I do does amazing things. Yeah. Is that your cell phone? Yeah, I just turned it off. <laughs> Marvin, <laughs> what? Minute, what? Hey, on. Can you hold on about 10 minutes? Yeah. i got to talk to this person. <laughs> can you give me a minute? <laughs> hey, Marvin, tell me what you have as your, as your tone for your cell phone when it goes off. It's like a punk rock beat. Boom, yeah. Boom, well, that totally seems like you. Oh, yeah. It's you really little like punk me. rocker. You'd think you'd have some like classical music, but no. You start playing a little punk when your phone goes well, off. Uh, to be quite honest with you, I was for a very, very short, brief, brief, brief time the pianist in Three Dog Night. Were you really? Yeah. Check and you so out. Then, yeah, and then I've, I've had some stuff. I'm working with different people, and I get to open for different people, this and that, and... Back in the 80s, I was able to visit with um, Liberace himself. Oh, see now. Wayne Newton. Okay, tell me about yeah. that. Because, I mean, tell me some of your experiences. Where did it, you, I mean, Liberace? Come on. Yeah. He's the piano well, I, man, really. You know, Billy Joel, have you, met, have you met Billy Joel yet? I have not met him yet. And uh, He'd be fun Back to... in 1981, I was 31. Hmm. And I called, my mother called me and said, what are you doing with your musical life? I said... <laughs> I'm really trying. I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out. Get off my back, Mom. Yeah, well, yeah, Mom, what can you do for me? (laughs) And Mom said, well, I know some people. Well, who do you know? (laughs) She said, well, one of my friends is June Taylor. Okay. Who's that? She said, she's the dancer that puts all the girls that dance um, on the Jackie Gleason show. Oh, my heavens. And they have the ones that use the camera from above and all the yeah. legs in a circle yeah. going in the air. Yeah. Right? And Those so were the I days. Said, you know her? Yeah, I know her. I'll call her up. <laughs> so she calls her up and says, will you do my son a favor? You know some celebrities, don't you? And, um, and, my mo- and then June Taylor said, yeah, I gave Wayne Newton his start in the business. Oh, my heavens. And I also know Liberace and his manager. So let me make a call to Las Vegas and we'll get you an appointment to see these guys. Oh, so, wow. We went out. We meet these guys. I spent 20, 25 minutes with Liberace himself uh, in between his shows in his nightgown. <laughs> and, I mean, like, with his, all his rings on and his hair done. and Just all makeup done. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then I met Wayne Newton for another 20 minutes between his shows. And I was asking these guys advice. What do you do in the music business? Like every, so a lot of people are listening right now. They want to know what yeah. the heck do you do. Well, they said don't ever be in our band because we're the star forever. That's true, huh? We are the star. So you need to do whatever you can do and play for as many people as you can play for. And you are good enough. Get it done. Go out and do it. You're going to find it. There's no formula. And so I went out and I do it, do it, do it. And then in later years, I meant to do the, the Three Dog Night thing very briefly, like I said. Yeah. And then, and then um, did a little opening for Keith Urban once. And then in a few weeks, I'm doing a little opening for Maroon 5. Oh, wow. And then That's cool stuff. You know, 
it's cool stuff, and I don't interact with them, you know, hardly yeah. at all, except I'm just able to be associated in the same event with these people. Well, and what it also, I guess it affirms that you're legit. You know, I mean, yeah. it affirms that Maroon 5's calling you and Three Dog Night, these, I mean, by the way, I was just thinking about Liberace. What you should have done with your mom is just go get a really bedazzled uniform on like Liberace <laughs> used to wear, all jeweled up, and then start doing that, and then your mom would never ask you about your career again. <laughs> She's like, hey, Mom, you're the one that introduced me to Liberace, so get yeah, off my back. That, mom. <laughs> anyway, that it worked out. It was wonderful, and everything they told me was true. It's just go out and do as much as possible you can. Volunteer as much as you can yeah. until you're nauseated even in these years just keep doing it somehow make it work and then around that next door is somebody who number one will really help you there's another one on door number two that'll actually pay you (laughs) and then door number three then maybe you've you really feel like you've made a made somebody happy with your music and now you're not in competition with anyone you're just doing your thing and you're trying to work with young people to have the same opportunity because they've been given a gift that needs to be shared, and it's not for themselves, it's for others. Mm. I love it. I mean, and that's that. all of that advice works with any talent, really, but especially it works with our music. Any passion whatsoever. Um, everything that Vanessa was telling you is absolutely amazingly innovative and true. It's almost like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, ne- I never thought of it like that, but yeah, now that we know that this is all true, why don't we do more of it? Yeah, why right. don't, maybe now we will do more of it. Now, to take that to a real extreme here is like when I do concerts in the Middle East and I have 200 Arabs in a room sitting next to 200 Jews in a room listening to their favorite Arab and Jewish artists on the same stage at the same time. Wow. This is what the world is yearning for. And somehow music is the only way to get it done. Music is the only way to get it to actually yeah, come we're... together. They're not going to get together and talk about uh, Muslim and Jewish philosophy. Right. They're not going to talk about politics. That's right. They're not going to talk about their social customs. But on music, they're on the same page. They leave the room then feeling closer to the other one because they've had a good experience together mm-hmm. even for that one hour and it's universal it's it's communicating it's what i love is it's cre- it's communicating peace without needing words or positions you know or or agendas it's just peace now this is re- i'll tell you this if you got one second more yeah, i'll tell go. you we went vanessa and i went to with others, but we went to Cairo, Egypt. Now, I, my name is Goldstein, okay? <laughs> You're like, yeah, you have a target on your back. Right. My wife said, yes, you, why are you going there with a target? I said, no, I was going over. So the U.S. Embassy invites us. The Daniel Pearl story. Oh, I love, yeah. Wall Street Journal. Yeah, he was amazing. He was beheaded by Pakistani um, crazy people, radicals. They did something so horrible to him, but then out of it comes the parents who said, my son Daniel was a great musician. Maybe we can do something with his life and music to make uh, some statements around the world. Well, right now, the Daniel Pearl World Music Days is all over the world, every October especially. 
in various countries, performances for tolerance and peace. So we did one in Cairo, Egypt, where then I was interviewed by Al Jazeera TV. Unbelievable. And the Goldstein stood up and said me, <laughs> they said, what are you doing here? And I went, well, I'm here celebrating Daniel Pearl World Music Days for peace and tolerance in the world through music. And by the way, all of you that are interviewing me, you know that that's a tragic story. And I'm sure all of you are just absolutely in agreement that that was such a radical, crazy, inhumane thing that happened to that poor innocent man. man. Yeah. And they all looked over at me and they they all shook their head. Yes, we're horrified by it also. And but yet from that point forward for 3 days I had an armed guard. Mm. <laughs> you were you did have the target, didn't you? And Vanessa was there and she had no fear whatsoever yeah. of anything and Well, her last beautiful. name is Joy. Yeah, I know. I mean, how can that she, go wrong? You know what? A lot of the people there thought she was Shakira. <laughs> Is that Shakira? Nope, that's went, unnecessary. They went, Shakira! Shakira! <laughs> I love it. Shakira and the so Jewish boy, the Goldstein. BYU, when we get there this summer, yeah, we, we should come and visit. And no, for sure. We're, we'll do a, this. We will. Let's do a, we'll do a whole show with you guys. And we'll yeah, do that'd it. That'd be great. Or why don't you give permission to come into a... One of the classes that we do together yes. and broadcast it. Oh, that would be great. Oh, no, let's do that. No, for sure. That will. This is going to be at Education Week. So if you're uh, if you're out there driving around, that when is that? Is that in August? I think it's the seventeenth or so of August for four days. Yep. Or so we'll be there. We'll we will for sure. We'll find a way to yeah. Come. We'll do it, and we and did your it last show is year. About learning and family and yeah. whatever, and if they come. Member of that church or not member of the church makes no difference. No. They come and have a thousand classes to listen to about how to strengthen their lives and their families. In our class, of course, music yeah. is the most popular. Well, of course it is, and it's because you and Vanessa are there, right? No, Marvin, so appreciate you, really, and respect everything you do. And I love, I love that you're magnifying a gift, a talent. Um, so we will for sure get you in August on the show again. And anybody that wants to, where can they find your music? I mean, you have you have well, written music. They can play. They can listen to your music. Play your music. Best thing for them to do to get mine. First of all, I'm on some of Vanessa. So VanessaJoySings.com yeah. is good to find some of mine. But the rest of mine is if they go to Sounds of Zion, Z-I-O-N. Yep. Dot com, they'll find my music. Yeah. Soundsofzion.com, or they could go to that favorite uh, place called, it's like the toy store, Jews Are Us. Jews Are no, Us. sorry, Toys Are Us. <laughs> toys Are Us. No, I'm just kidding. I know, but it's so funny because here you are with your name, Goldstein, yeah, and Sounds of Zion, and yet you're just a talented man being willing to go to talk to Al Jazeera and hang out in Egypt. After a terroristic yeah, act, I'm not anxious to go now, Matt. But I, I'd rather come to Provo at the moment. It's safer. It's, it's safer. much safer. Well, Marvin, appreciate you. Thanks again, and we will uh, we'll get you on the show next uh, in August. And take care of yourself. Again, folks, music—the power to heal even our cultures—isn't that amazing? 
the ability to speak a different language, a language of peace where words aren't always necessary. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Did you leave BYU without a degree? I'm thankful for the Bachelor of General Studies program because as I chose the life that I wanted to live, being a full-time mom, staying at home, and raising my children, it just gave me hope that I could still finish my goal, but at the same time I could still be fulfilling my responsibilities as a wife and a mother while still being able to take university courses. Go online to bgs.byu.edu to see if you qualify to finish at home what you started at BYU, Bachelor of General Studies. Here at BYU Radio, we want to create shows that connect with you. So if you're listening to one of our talk shows and hear something that resonates, call us. We want to hear your questions, opinions, and stories. Our toll-free number is 855-CHAT-BYU. That's 855-242-8298. We would love to hear from you. Again, our toll-free number is 855-CHAT-BYU. Call in and share. What do you want to know? Kim Powers Stilson has a whole list of things she wants to learn about. On her show, Talkworthy, she invites you to join her as she interviews expert guests, learning new things along the way. It doesn't matter if the subject is a serious thought provoker or just plain fun. If it's Talkworthy, Kim will cover it. Talkworthy airs Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Parenting has never been an easy task, and in today's world, it can be harder than ever. That's why Richard and Linda Iyer are dedicating their lives to educating parents and strengthening families around the world. Find out what Richard and Linda can do for your family, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on their show, Iyer's on the Road, here on Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. Talk about good Welcome back to the Matt Townsend Show. We're talking music, and uh, we promised you earlier, after talking to one of our producers, um, Merritt Meekum, we promised we'd bring on her mom. And uh, Merritt's mom and dad are both professors of music and humanities at Brigham Young University, Idaho. And uh, her mom is Jessica Meekum. Now, Jessica, are you with us? I'm here. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great to officially meet you. And may I first congratulate you on an incredible daughter. Oh, I'm a fan as well. She's seriously, she's got it going. We turned a lot of stuff over to her, and she is running with it like crazy. I think she's trying to just avoid the fact that she doesn't play music much. (laughs) No, you know, our kids knew that we just wanted them to find a passion so she's, it's okay that she's not going into music, even though she could have. Yeah, she, okay. you, she could have. And um, I was challenging her to sing on the show today. <laughs> and then we were going to have you critique it. Oh, but oh yes. That, we, she, that, I, I think that was a bad idea. So we decided <laughs> not to do that. So, um, Professor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me this. You raise a family, a husband and a wife that are, are musicians. You you probably had a lot of noise around the house. I mean, good it, noise. Yes, yes, it can be noisy, and sometimes I don't know. Sometimes it's really distracting, noisy noise. Yeah. Um, with 
kids playing. I don't know. My kids are really creative with their music, and so we have kids playing hymns in two different keys and thinking that sounds cool. And, <laughs> um, you know, we call them nerdy music tricks. We get a lot of that going on around our house. Yes. It's like a dog trick, but it's nerdy music tricks. Yeah, nerdy musician tricks. Yes. I think that's great. But it's also, it's kind of, I mean, they're being creative, right? Yeah. It yeah. beats tattoos. Yes. Well, I guess tattoos I are creative. Them, uh, I did stop them once from, I think they were trying to lace foil inside the piano to see how that would sound. I did yeah. stop them from doing that. Good move. <laughs> Good move. <laughs> and you play, what do you play? I play piano. Okay. And what do you teach? I teach uh, music of the 20th century and then also some humanities classes focused on the 20th century. In fact, I know you had a great story you were going to share with us. We're going to have you come back because oh, re- sure. I think it's profound. Um, That's a great story. And I think it would be really good to share. But what I really want to know is as a mom and as a music professor, why? Why should all the people out there driving around, whether they're in their semi-truck or just their little van toting their kids around, why do we want music in our families? I think we want music of our, in our families because it's a part of something that is better and more refined, and it appeals to our, our better selves, I think. Yeah. Um, it will make us. It makes you a better person. It makes you think better. Um, it's fun. It's enlightening. It can touch you in ways that no other art can. Really, it's unique in that way. Um, and it will just help us be a more refined people. Sometimes now we get so overwhelmed with science and technology, and those things are wonderful. But we have to remember what makes us human, mm-hmm. and music is one of those things that does that. And it brings out culture, and, and it does refine us. Um, what do you do, Mom? I'm calling you Mom because this is a mom question. What do you awesome. do when there's not one kid that wants to practice, and honestly, you'd rather not hear it, <laughs> and you want them to go to bed or whatever or whatever, just get out of the house? What do you do to keep going? And maybe it was easier for you as a professor, but what do the rest of us need to know about really bringing music into the lives of our children? As an adult, how do we... How do we get them there without burning the bridge? Well, I think it's wise to instill a love for music early on and to expose them to a great variety of music. There's really no music in our home that's off limits unless it's just completely, you know, degrading and disgusting. But besides that, there's nothing off limits. No style um, is off limits. And if you keep them really open to music and you can and they can see for themselves the benefit that music has in their lives, they're going to be a little bit more willing to practice and to do the things they need to to be successful. Um, You would think that we'd be real tiger parents about making our kids practice, but we really haven't been. You didn't. uh, So all those stories Merritt told us, (laughs) they're not true. Well, we certainly encouraged, but <laughs> for instance, when Merritt came to me and said, I really don't want to focus on piano because I have these other things that I'm interested in, I could be reasonable after about 20 minutes, but I was, yeah. you know, I could be reasonable. You let it go. You let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because she said you didn't feed her for a week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I locked her in a closet. A yeah, that was sad. Yeah. <laughs> but, but part of what I love is that you're also saying... Um, but you're going to give them a wide variety, so they're going to learn, they're going to hear classical. But that's not all they have to hear. You can play anything you want, and we're going to let you enjoy a little classical. 
Yes, absolutely. We oh, take them to concerts too. That's a wonderful thing. To oh, do. I totally we agree. We started hauling kids to concert as soon as they were old enough to get in, um, and we we demanded that they uh, sit appropriately and not talk. And mm-hmm. that's um, that's and Merritt still does it. Five year olds, but they can do it, and yeah. I think that was a wonderful thing too. Um, road what? trips, singing together, creating great memories through music, is a great way to make it feel an important part of their lives. Um, just really quickly, how do you feel about polka? <laughs> about the polka? Well, if I am eating Wiener Schnitzel, it's fantastic. <laughs> That's incredible. And accordion music, right? That's good. <laughs> um, accordion music, I can handle in small doses. You know, I'm, let me tell you something, Jessica. I Nobody knows this. Well, maybe. I, uh, as a young child, played the accordion and started Ooh. showing incredible promise very nice. And actually became one of the head, uh, or one of, I think it was like first or second chair in the accordion choir. I don't know what they call this, <laughs> symphony. And then when the guy took me aside and said, hey, you know what? You might have something here. I got so freaked out I gave up accordion because <laughs> I didn't know that I wanted to be good at that. Sad but well, true. it's certainly a unique skill set. Totally. And yeah. you know what? You can always use it in, I guess, Germany somewhere and in Wisconsin. Yeah. There's two places. We, we had an accordion player with a group on campus not too long ago, and he was fantastic. No, my, and my mom does it. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Jessica, Professor Jessica Meekham, thank you. And thanks seriously for letting us borrow Merit. She's amazing. She really oh, is well, amazing at what she does. loving her work. Well, That's and we're, gonna, we're just getting started. So we're going to really get her. I mean, she is very, very good at what we do. And I think it's because mom made her uh, listen to... The trombone. Dad made her listen to the trombone. That's, that's probably true. Good stuff. Thanks for being with us, Professor Meekum. This is the Matt Townsend Show, wrapping it up. Just a bunch of ideas to help you uh, take your family to another level. Maybe the simplest way is turn on a little bit of music and start feeling the good spirit that can come from that. Join us again tomorrow. we got more ideas to give you a leg up in this crazy thing called life. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Smarter life, smarter love right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.